Straight to your front door It'll be a murder scene I'm turning Pink Friday to Friday the 13th Aight, you little Kim clone clown All this buffoonery, the shit stops now Time for you to lay down, I'm sick of the fraud I put hands on this bitch like a spa massage We all know your last names, what got you your job Used to put together gimmicks, something like a collage Since you're putting on the show, you gon' get the applause Clap, clap, lift your frame like a fucking garage Yeah, This hood shit you and Drake ain't built for This the shit the other bitch almost got killed for you can't hear yourself clap. Well, it's like not making this much of a... Okay, there it is. Ah, 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 bring back my pig. <laughs> you gotta come down to the... Yeah, get that mic test. What is that candle flavor? It's called Wicked Apple. Wow. I lit it in here because my cat took a shit right before oh. we started recording, and it smells fucking horrible in here. Do you have the litter box? Well, now it does. No, I have it in the office, aka the um the space in which I keep all the loose garbage I have that doesn't uh, have a home in the rest of my apartment, yeah. including my cat's fecal material. So that's where it all goes. And now I'm eating in here. Work. Those corn dogs look good. I used to so have it. I used to have the litter box in our bedroom because this apartment's really small. But then I would just like wake up in a panic in the middle of the night just because like the smell of death would just like wash over you. And just, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, the, the 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 smell of letting go of your organs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I've debated getting a cat. Like me and my boyfriend talked about, like, what would we have to do to get a cat? Our apartment is just way too fucking small for there to be a litter box anywhere. It's yeah. I it's mean, like it's it, it is a yeah. very big commitment, and I will say it's one of the largest expenses I have in my life. Really, the litter? Yeah, the litter. Because if you get the shitty litter from Aldi, yeah, it like- just it's it's one one whiff of piss. The whole thing is rock solid. Everything you put in there, it just comes out in one big cylinder. There's like so you kind of have to, um, yeah, be be. You can't be frugal on it. Like you can't get single ply toilet paper. Like you live in a sh- motel, you kind of in the same vein have to kind of ball out on the litter. Yeah, I tried to buy like dollar store brand litter one time. There's so much ammonia in my house. I was like, Chris, don't open the bleach. <laughs> like I was gonna blow our fucking house up. Yeah. Like there's a fucking gas leak in here. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a cat, but I keep getting advertisements for pretty litter. Mm. Are you familiar? Is it for you? I don't know. Isn't that the yeah. thing it's that it's be- like, this will tell you if your cat has heartworms because it'll turn yeah. green uh, or whatever. It, it changes color based <laughs> off their piss. It, mm. it seems fake to me, but yeah, exactly. I'm kind of intrigued. <laughs> it's, yeah, Big Pharma is cranking that shit out. They're like, we're going to make this litter turn green once every six months for a routine checkup. <laughs> it turns purple. It turns purple if your cat has COVID. <laughs> Should we just open with yeah, exactly. me like shaking the Truvada bottle at you? Just like... <laughs> oh, oh my god be you're, gone beast yeah. be gone here kitty kitty like a mating call yeah <laughs> my cat doesn't come into the room until i shake my prep at him yeah. <laughs> oh god i get the i gotta get, get the refill how are we gonna get my cat in here yeah uh yeah you motherfuckers all decided to wait until after my birthday to be shitty to me you were just I, waiting I, on that weren't I, you i never weigh in Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, you didn't weigh him, but you know who did <laughs> with gynecomastia. I'm fucking over that faggot. You have to cut that. <laughs> 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 Boop. 
<laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah, so everybody, um, it's a special time to be recording a podcast because we're, this is a new low for Thought Topics. We've encountered our first hate tweets. <laughs> Not our first, but it's been a while since we've drawn any ire because we've had so so little um, so little drama to discuss in our mm-hmm. show. Yeah, very true, very true. <sighs> and now we're back in the ringer. We've got girls calling it. I, do you know what? This is an admission I have to make. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the word reactionary means. <laughs> I don't know what it. I, <laughs> I don't know what it means. I know what contrarian means because I did Google that when I started listening to Red Scare because it came up so often. <laughs> but reactionary, I, I'm not familiar with what that means. Re- Isn't that like chemistry? Reactionary, yeah. It's a chemical. <laughs> it's an alchemical term. Yeah. It's like uh, you have like an idealized uh, view of the past. It's like Lana Del Rey's, like, I believe in the country uh, America used to be. Used like, to be. <laughs> that's that. that's yeah. the raw definition of reactionary is that line by Lana. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Urban Dictionary sentence example. Yeah. I learned I that in political theory in the country class. America used to be. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that was what we were lumped into today. We got lumped in with Jack. We got lumped in with Zach, who people were using she, her pronouns for all up and down the timeline today, which I thought was so funny. <laughs> Everyone was like, she. <laughs> I used she to like her it. tweets. I was like, yeah, honey, you love her tweets. Love her tweets. <laughs> it just seems um, so sassy, like they're trying to be. <laughs> like they're no, trying to be sassy. Lo- I used to like her tweets. <laughs> her tweets. <laughs> <laughs> gonna get behind you. No, no, I'll always, always get lumped in with like Jack, and then people will call me like reactionary, and then like Jack's followers will get mad at me for, I don't know, yeah. saying that like, shit, I don't know, like you shouldn't like be afraid of every trans person you meet, and then they're like, you're a crypto leftist. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> This is what I'm saying is like people like, just keep coming up with way. like different like like suffixes for things where I'm just like I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like you're yeah. also, like when people say like post left stuff, like post leftist. I'm like you're talking about eight gay guys. I'm like you're talking about literally like, you're not talking about like a a political movement. You're talking about Amy Therese and eight gay guys who suck her dick all day long. Yeah. <laughs> post left. Jesus. Mm. Jim. Anyway, <laughs> we have to decide what we're talking about. Do we know? I think we know. You, you sent me a, a docket. A docky. Um, so we're doing, what are we talking about today? We're talking about Lanya. We're talking about Lanya del Rey, Blue Bannisters. Uh, we are, this yes. is overdue because uh, we were going to record it on someone else's podcast and then we were uninvited. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> we weren't actually uninvited. We just didn't make ourselves available because we were oh. so. Um, tired and sleepy all the time <laughs> so true and then they were like well we have to put an o- out an episode we can keep waiting around for you our so, fault yeah. uh, my fault my fault um so that's what we're gonna do today we're gonna go back in time to two weeks ago when blue banisters was released and give a little take uh, then we're gonna talk about astral world <laughs> <War. laughs> the, the devil's the, the, theme the, park Yes, the exactly. Theme park. The name on everyone's lips. Um, so true. It, it, yeah. So we're gonna talk about that, and then we're gonna talk about um, 
a TikTok where a gay guy starts crying. My favorite <laughs> genre. <laughs> a big old gay guy. A big. Not only that, a big gay guy. And that's really the nice, the niche, the genre niche that we really appreciate over here. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, the bigger um, the tears, the bigger the BMI, the better you feel. <laughs> My God. Yeah, exactly. He's like booming down the sidewalk crying. It sounded like a bumper sticker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly um well okay let's let's check in everybody let's take a stock of the room you don't yeah. have any of your snacks you don't bring any of your snacks in the room it's just me eating <laughs> it's a bad that i saved the majority for tonight and tomorrow <laughs> yeah exactly you're you you got snacked at the shell across the street to roll over into the morning <laughs> i on the other yeah. hand this is the first time we've had an open flame in the room while recording. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Corn dogs roasting, roasting on an open fire. <laughs> it smells like a uh, apple. It smells mm-hmm. like scent, uh, car- caramel apple. A yeah. Apple. I'm really setting the mood. Now you're eating a corn What's dog. It? It's like you're at the state fair. Mm-hmm. We're about to yeah, talk exactly. about fat people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Girls that love yeah, this- America. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love a little corn dog action when we're talking about Lana Del Rey. Yeah, <laughs> so true. <laughs> From the phallic region of Italy, <laughs> it's only fitting. Um. So okay, we're, we invited. Also, we have a guest. We're joined. Yeah, we this is our. Fr- I am so not used to having a guest on the show that this is the first time that we've had to do an introduction in so long. It's been a minute. And this is our second repeat guest of all time work can you believe we've never had someone on twice that's so not true we've had <laughs> twink rev on multiple times <laughs> and zach we've had zach on yeah. yeah and a couple personal friends in the early days but so we lied so i lied anyway it's just another day at the rodeo and we're here <laughs> we're joined by a completely unremarkable special guest we're joined by a lovely gal longtime friend of the show we're joined with river page how are you diva i'm very good Good. I'm very good. <laughs> uh, I'm good. I'm great. Very, very good. I just slip into a, a rush. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm, I see you taking your truvada. What did I say? Oh yeah. What did I say? Just, um. Uh, <laughs> it keeps it keeps making me sweat every time you shake it into the mic. I get the <laughs> start being yeah. like, "Oh God, you just woke up a little bug in me." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like someone throwing a pebble at your window in a John Hughes movie, but it's prep. There's <laughs> one prep at the window. What is that? What is that? Do you remember the Truvada outside art? with a boombox playing Kelly Kylie Minogue? Huh? Do you remember the Truvada art? The guy who made like mosaics out of Truvada? No. I was like, first kidding. of all, that's a prescription. You're going to get AIDS now because yeah. you're using all of it to make mosaics. <laughs> He was like, yeah, you missed your dose every time, bro. <laughs> yeah. Holy fuck. It was yeah, maybe he just wasn't fun. He took a like- vow of celibacy so he could make, a, you know, an elephant out of prep. Yeah, well, he was like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, it's activism. I was like, activism for what? Not taking your prescription medication? <laughs> <laughs> for not taking your prep as prescribed? Yeah. Me making like a Christian, like, stained glass window out of, like, Xanax. <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm having all my prep so it becomes translucent and it can let the light in. <laughs> it's a nativity scene made out of Big Tarvey. No, literally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Big Tarvey nativity Big scene. Tarvey nativity. Inside the little cradle, inside Jesus' bed, it's, it's so, just one little Big yeah, Tarvey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> That's a really touching picture. A diorama, oh if you will. Um, 
<laughs> I don't remember how we got on this topic. Anyway, famous prep enjoyer. We're joined by River Page. <laughs> and I'm joined by not one, but two corn dogs. So I think exactly. we've set the scene fairly effectively. Yes. Not only that, these corn dogs are from the Dollar Tree. And Work. I did see a tweet the other day where someone went to the hospital for eating a Dollar Tree <laughs> steak. So we'll see. A Dollar Tree steak? Mm-hmm. A Salisbury. Oh, okay. Which is... That's fine. Not really a meat. It's questionable as to where that falls yeah. in the food pyramid. Yeah. But um, these corn dogs, we'll see. Who knows? Maybe they'll become hospitalized before the end of the episode. Yeah. Only <laughs> time will tell. God knows Just what cross. they're made out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. Straight um, dogs. <laughs> Yeah, yummy. Pigeon. Uh, pigeon. <laughs> the pigeon pie. Um, so we're talking with you particularly because of the fact that you have a, a a piece of writing that was published specifically about Blue Bannisters. And it's not quite a takedown <laughs> of our girl, but it's not a favorable look <laughs> on what Lana is doing with this album. So in 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 a word... What do you think about Blue Bannisters? What do you think? Are you talking to Chris or me? Anyone who you were looking at the corn dog when you said it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you were looking really deep into the corn dog's eyes, into the eye of the corn dog. (laughs) (laughs) See the little stick come up. Yeah. Mm. Um. In in a single word. Maybe this is a better question. A phrase? Can we do a phrase? A phrase. A phrase would be good. Okay. Just to start simple. Did it gave what it was supposed to give? I'm going to say yes, locking in my answer. Okay. So we got one answer where you said a yes, it did give. And what of you? No. It did not give. It did not give. give. So a, a jury divided. No, <laughs> <laughs> I, I smell a premise. We're going to launch into it, baby. Um, obviously, we're big Lana Del Rey fans over in this part of, part of town. Well, so am um, I, just to make that yeah. clear. Okay. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We don't have we, no haters on the show. No, right. no, no haters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what is okay? So I think this is maybe but, a good frame of reference. What is like the quintessential Lana album to you? Like, what is her at her best? Ultraviolence, I would say. Thank you. Yep. Correct. And you? Honestly, <laughs> it's an unpopular opinion, but I really love NFR. That's my favorite. By yeah, far. you love what? I live for NFR. NFR. Norman fucking Rockwell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, it's a fair answer, I think. Blue Bannister's mm. like to sum it up in a phrase, um, high co- concept Toyota thon ad. Like mm-hmm. that's what yes. I was getting <laughs> from a lot of it. Yeah. Like yeah, high res, high volume. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. Um this is her second album in a year, Blue Bannisters. It was preceded by three singles. We had Blue Bannisters, the title track, we had Wildflower, Wildfire, mm. and we had Textbook. Three songs of which I am not a big fan of. Mm -hmm. I was dreading this album, I have to tell you, because every single single that came out, I was pissed. I was absolutely pissed. I actually like, well, I actually like Blue Banisters, like the song. Like, so I Mm -hmm. actually, when the first, the wildfire, wild, (laughs) this is where the accent comes out, I can't fuck it. Wildflower, wildflowers, wildflower, wildflower, whatever, wildflower. That one, I... (laughs) I couldn't even, I don't even think I've listened to it all the way through. I get about like halfway through and then I'm just like, I just, and so, Mm -hmm. and then textbook, great hook, weird, uh, lyrics, off-putting. We can talk more about that later. I went into detail (laughs) about that. Um, (laughs) but blue banisters, I actually kind of like, because it did seem like the signature sort of 
Lana's song where it has like the high art where she's talking about like you can't uh, dot the pages with Russian Russian poetry and be happy, and yeah. then she's like doing this weird thing where she's talking about like sisterhood, but like it. My understanding, just listening to that song, was like, uh, oh, okay, well, this she's talking about like the kind of uh, the kind, not the I wouldn't say the futility, but like the. Um, I guess, like, the idea that, like, female relationships are, like, can't give you everything. Because, like, she was, like, she says, sure. um, what is it? There, uh, there's a hole in my heart. All my women try to feel they're telling me a good job. Or they're doing a good job convincing me that it's not real. And I was, like, oh, yeah. okay. So she's doing, like, sure. I just need a man thing. Which is yeah. very signature. I live. Sure. Yeah. Um, here's what I don't love when Lana does. I don't enjoy when she pretends she's been to Oklahoma. I don't enjoy that part of her. <laughs> this, this desire to sing about places that Lana Del Rey has absolutely never stepped a foot you know, in. when she was dating a cop from Oklahoma, right? Well, he was... Oh, let me tell you this about the cop. Everyone's always the cop. Date the cop. Who she dated the cop. The cop is a cop like 40 years ago. When they dated, he was the host of Cops, the television program. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not talking about fucking, you know, some some random street pig who was breaking them up, you know. If we're talking about this guy who literally was like a cop on cops who had a film crew accompany him to like like get DUI people on camera. My uncle was on cops once. As really? The cop. As yeah. the not as the not as, as the, the victim. As the victim. Yeah. <laughs> the victim. Everyone who in cops who's not a cop is a victim. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. No one's yeah. on cops. Well, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know. I thought he was like a real cop, not just like someone uh, <laughs> being followed around by a camera crew, like chasing yeah. a drunk teenager <laughs> down I-10. <laughs> I mean, I suppose he, uh, that is in a way being a cop in the same way that being a TV court judge is being a judge. Right. He's like, like judge technically, Judy. you yeah. have, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. You have some kind of jurisdiction of whether or not you someone has to pay $1,000 for someone's vet bills, but you're not exactly, you know, yeah. fucking rounding them up on the streets pumping heroin into the hood yeah mm-hmm. so yeah which makes it even more funny that people are trying to cancel her for that because it's like saying that like uh she was like complicit in locking up black people because she was dating judge mathis or something oh my god what if lana dated judge mathis that would be, <laughs> that would be a gag yeah <laughs> i don't think i've ever seen judge mathis's body <laughs> I've just seen the, the cloak, he the take, robe. He takes off his robe and it's just perfect hourglass, like oh, built like a yeah. Coke bottle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Big titties. Big titties. <laughs> yeah, big not, titties not, little yeah. way. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't be Lana's boyfriend. Yeah. Nope. No, has, she's like, got to date those big Funko body Pop. bitches from Cobbs. Sorry? He has the body of a Funko Pop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this big bobblehead and then a tiny... He can't even stand up. Tiny he never gets hands. out of the chair. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, like, glides across the floor. No feet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's Zenyatta. <laughs> he has to sign the sentences with both hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so fucking it's, stupid. Yeah, it's canon that he's ambidextrous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Lana's boyfriend was only guilty of locking people up for living while on coke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> it's a brutal crime 
and it's not victimless. <laughs> I know <laughs> firsthand, me and every bouncer I've ever interacted with. So what do you um, think, Nick? Because you're the you're the premier music critic, and uh-huh. anyone mad about true. the, so the take? I hasn't did run in over six months. So yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so here, okay, I think it's good that she stopped working with Jack Antonoff for a minute. Mm-hmm. Because I do think that she was starting to get lost in the sauce a touch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'm, I have, I think maybe a less popular opinion about Norman fucking Rockwell in which a lot of people think that that album is like the Jack Antonoff album. Like it really has little to do with Lana and she was like a vehicle for his talent. I think she absolutely comes out on top of that. Whereas mm-hmm. all the other Antonoff productions of the last couple of years like Lord Melodrama, Taylor Swift's shit, like any, all that stuff like that was an Antonoff album. They do completely get lost in his chord progressions that are like very distinctively him mm-hmm. have no, I mean it like all these female artists who worked with him got completely swept up in like his musical identity and didn't like really keep anything for themselves, which was why Lord was incapable of producing another album that was good. So <clears throat> Lana conversely I think was it, a couple songs on chemtrails were mm-hmm. these like retreads of Norman's melodies. Like a lot of those songs were very fucking familiar and not as good. And I think in a way, if this has to be her way to like get back to like songwriting in a way that's like more her, then that's fine. But I do think that there's a lot of real flops on blue banisters, mm-hmm. a lot of big, big, big old flops. Mm-hmm. But the highs are high. I like uh, there. Are, uh, I love a lot of the like ballads. Right. Hmm. 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 <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand what you mean. My like main critique is that like she's been gradually getting away from this um, persona that she created that she claimed she never created, hmm. and like gets really she's like she gets very up in arms about two things. Uh, the first is the idea that Lana Del Rey is a persona, and the second is that she's like a right winger, mm-hmm. which like people def- have. I've seen people defend Blue Bannisters by being like, um, "Actually, uh, this is a eulogy to Robert E. Lee." <laughs> you know, like they're just like trying to convince themselves. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. They're that, so like, ready she's to believe She's not a libtard, and she is. <laughs> Lana Del Rey is she a is a complete libtard. She's a yoga pants Starbucks fucking retard. She's, she is. She's I a, mean, I love her. I do but too. She's that girl. And it's fine. But it's like she, she. I mean, but everybody tries to do. It. I cited all these articles where people are like, "She's a Lashian conservative. She's a reactionary. She's like a Trump supporter. Whatever." And it's like, uh, yeah, this is a woman who tried to end the Trump administration with witchcraft. Yeah, by taking a <laughs> photo of herself. Yeah, in front of like a bonfire. <laughs> Um, literally and um mixing the potions <laughs> yeah and, anyway. and she i mean she's a rich white woman from mm. la and she has the politics of a rich white woman from la that's fine yeah. she's more talented than most of those women are so it doesn't sure it doesn't matter like i don't want her to have any politics at all really yeah i mean she mm-hmm. do you remember well, when she made that song about like gun violence and it we talk about and this it was, song all the time which one was it <laughs> looking for america oh, yeah Fuck that. and I'm the like, worst song ever made. <laughs> I hate that song. Yeah, I hate that song, and I hate Coachella. I really hate any time that she tries to ex- explicitly reference anything political or anything current. <laughs> mm-hmm. When when Looking That's for America came point. out, it was <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's my whole point. Everybody got mad at me because they're like, no, you're just not looking into it. And I'm like, no, she released a song about gun violence and it wasn't like, oh, the, the Sandy Hook parents are liars. Like, you know, like... <laughs> Exactly. It wasn't about everyone wants her to be based, but she just doesn't have that much going on and kicking around in the brain. She really doesn't. She's not. She like stood. She like waved an American flag around and said like, "I believe in the country America used to be," and then like made some references to like the Mm seventies, which was like a hippie culture and not and like only seems like right wing because of like some weird like political movements that don't make any sense anyway. And, um, yeah, it's just really, it's really baffling when, uh, people are just like white dress, wink, wink, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. White dress. White. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Take that home with you. Mm -hmm. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Yeah. Um, I have, I don't know. I mean, she, there's... Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, my two cents is whenever, whenever someone like Lana goes on live on Instagram, it takes you 30 seconds to be like, oh, no, this bitch is just dumb. Literally. Like, yeah. Like, she's sitting there, like, vaping and smoking, just, like, answering basic questions. Like, yeah, that's Lana. When the veneer drops, it reveals a person who I have met so many times in my life mm-hmm. in extremely boring circumstances. This is a person <laughs> who is, like, my coworker at The Gap. Like, this is someone who, like, is just, just not not a not a remarkable presence as a woman. This is, I mean, and this is not to shit on her. It makes me sound like I hate her. But she is just kind of, like, the whole pur- the purpose of the persona is because the, the largeness of her feelings, in some sense, can't be conveyed by that girl. They have to be conveyed by someone who is, like, constantly tragically broken and like mm-hmm. pining after men and like doing this you know this whole fucking thing well yeah and i mean as i pointed out in the article like until i think uh whatever the north korea oh, uh coachella, coachella until that song she like never mentioned anything current events never mentioned modern technology anything newer than like a chevy <laughs> malibu I mean, like, right. you know, she's, <laughs> literally, I mean, it was only, it was like kind of transcendent because like, it was like, you are living in a, in a fantasy world. And it is like, she's a basic bitch, but she had, she was like an auteur. Like she had this whole like yeah. universe that she built up that was filled with like, you know, these like, uh, random, like artistic historical figures and stuff yeah. like, um, I think Tropico, like that little like short video that she did, that was basically like the whole Paradise album. But I watched she, that recently. It was not good. It's Me like it's it not. It, it it's really bad, but interesting. It's bad but yes. interesting. I feel like it's avant garde in a way. It's like okay, mm-hmm. yeah, she's with the like black albino boyfriend, and they're like in the Garden of Eden <laughs> with Elvis and. Like, <laughs> she is like one of like her high-waisted shorts unbuttoned with a little bit of pussy out it's just kind of yeah it's a, it's a fantasy and yeah. like listen, john that, wayne yeah. is god and like it, it felt mm-hmm. i i mean it does seem like corny to people now but it seemed but i think people look back at it in the way that people look at like um kind of like andy warhol's kind of like bizarre like kind of campy uh 
pop art stuff. Yeah. And she mm-hmm. was doing like a retro like version of that. So I think it seemed it, it's a little bit different than what uh, he was doing. But um, I don't know. I, I, I feel like this album is the listener cannot like transcend by listening to blue banisters because you're constantly molested by like these like (laughs) references of like quarantine black lives matter target parking lot zoom cryptocurrency lana del rey should not be aware of the existence of cryptocurrency okay it breaks what the fuck yeah yeah i mean this is the thing too because I don't think it's necessarily just about modernity because on Ca- on Norman fucking Rockwell like I I could weep listening to that line about the most famous girl you know on the iPad. No, that's true. That's like, beautiful, true, true, true. but it was so it was mm-hmm. subtle and it wasn't like topical. Like talking yeah, about and iPads also I think it's topical. too current also like mm-hmm. in, in a way like through a pop music as it stands you people are capable of writing a love song about your iPhone, yeah, you know, yeah. but you're not capable of channeling anything real through COVID. The fakest thing ever. Yeah, like, drop a pin to my parking spot. Yeah, drop that. a pin to my parking spot. Like, yeah, that song in that works. tone. Mm. Perfect. Yeah. Great. That's great. Love it. But, like, and I think people will still, like, be okay with that. My thing with this album is, like, I think that we will all look back at it, like, People may like it right now because it just came out and it's new Lana or whatever. I've even, like, even, I wrote a shitty review. I still, like, flip on a couple of songs when I'm, like, driving. Yeah. Um, because I'm a fan. And if this was anybody, if this was her first album and I didn't know anything about this girl, I would have given her a way better review. It's just because I know she can do so much better, you know. Right. But anyway, <laughs> I think that, like, it's going to get old very quickly. People are going to be like, yeah, I don't want to think about quarantines and COVID and whatever. Like, yeah. And, It'll be memory hold, and then maybe in like ten or fifteen years, we'll all listen to it again, and like there'll be like a sort of nostalgia for it, it's like because you know with the passage of time, you kind of like forget like how shitty like you know like COVID was, <laughs> yeah. and you're just gonna remember like the sure. few good times that you had during it, and like sure. it's gonna be nostalgic, and that's why I called it future nostalgia because that's what it's gonna be. It's not like, <laughs> but it's gonna be sh- it's shitty now in. Yeah, I mean it's not shitty, but it's like, it's it's too topical. It feels like if an SNL episode came out like three months late. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, okay. I will say all of that. I feel like that towards chemtrails. Really. And I feel differently about blue banisters. Yeah. Why do you feel that way towards chemtrails? So I don't know. I just feel like it's going to age super well in like fucking fifteen years. You think chemtrails is going to age well? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Blue banisters. I like. I would say a majority of blue banisters, uh-huh. but there isn't extreme peaks or extreme lows for me. So that's where I contradict <sighs> with you is that all of the songs are just good and I can listen to all of them, but nothing that really rocked your world. I don't think I have like an absolute favorite or like, right. wow, this just like blew it up. Well, because like I gagged when I heard white dress for the first time. When I first heard yeah. that song, I was like, Oh, like, Oh, I like had to pull over. Steve, was I would say what, yeah. the first time I heard it. But and I, I, it grew on me. Like the first That's time I heard it, I was like, good. "What she's doing? How was the waitress?" <laughs> when she's like doing that, like like Smeagol, like Smeagol. Yeah. I was a waitress. Yeah, I'm like, what is this? That was, that was actually because it came out like the day after I hung out with you guys in Milwaukee at Sam and yeah. Gia's. We drove home yes. listening oh my to God. it. Yeah, because yeah. oh we were driving home from Milwaukee. It, yeah, when yeah. I was driving home from Milwaukee, I was like, 
listening to it like <laughs> while getting my oil changed and like <laughs> the, the like straight perfect. black guy who's like changing my oil he heard like how was that and he just like looks <laughs> up crying <laughs> he looks over like, at sorry, you from sir. from across the, from the other pump from pump number six he goes son you're wiping your tears with his like oil rag yeah i'm getting i'm getting that thing that you clean your windshield wiper out with just dumping it in squeegeeing it all over me yeah but that's what i'm saying like white dress that is honest i'm going to honestly say that it's her her best song her best fucking song her best song and maybe not her best song but probably it's up there it's up there yeah and with blue banisters i felt that a lot of the songs were a lot of unfinished ideas combined Mm -hmm. and i felt that way about black bathing suit i felt that way kind of about like textbook i kind of feel that way about beautiful violets for roses because like i I thought that really pretty melodies on the verses and then it Mm -hmm. jumps to the chorus that seems completely unrelated and it's a lot of just like swells and then it goes away yeah it swells and it goes away and none of none of it's a particularly crazy payoff like Lana does like a little gimmick. Like she does like to have a little bit of like a down to the minimum business conference, like <laughs> right, that kind of thing. Yeah. Or like I'm going to do a seven minute instrumental outro, or like just some bullshit like that. Where this felt very, there was a formula to each song, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's a particularly successful formula. And right now, the thing that is making the rounds on like TikTok and everywhere is Dealer because of that oh. like snippet where she's like, Dealer rocks. Yeah, I live for fucking Dealer. Mm-hmm. See, I like her part in it. I don't like the man. Miles That's what I don't. Yeah, you don't like that either. You I, don't like no man. I don't like no man. I don't like when Lana has random people on her songs. I'm, Lana should never have a feature ever in her fucking no. life. And like an yeah, no. There's like, no fucking. need. Every time ASAP Rocky or like fucking Nikki Lane, this some dumb, some some dumb bitch she's friends with, like they do like a cover together. <laughs> yeah, like, who so was Shut that? up. Did she do, pull that bitch do you remember out of Starbucks? Like what is? Yeah, that? this <laughs> random woman who was like performing. It's literally like one of the musicians at Pop Belly. They literally like, pick, picked her out of there and was like, "Come on, Chemtrails girl." <laughs> do you guys remember the train wreck that was the Charlie's Angels song with Miley Cyrus, Ariana Grande, and who Lana? Who invited her? That was that. <laughs> Who invited okay, her? Okay, that was like a fun song. If you were like, at, like that's the what first time I've it? heard a Lana song at like a gay bar, you know. <laughs> Since but like the part, summertime I mean, sadness her... remix, which is awful and a yeah. disgrace to the original. But. Exactly true. I like other Lana remixes. <laughs> Me too. I like a good Lana remix sometimes, but not yeah. that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is what I'm saying: is that like it just feels outside of the ones that really, really stuck with me. I did feel like I was experiencing the same song over and over. Mm-hmm. And it has its moments, but I just overall, like, like I say, okay, I know that this is not, so far, the people I've talked to have not agreed with me on this. I think Sweet Carolina is one of her best songs. Wow. I think it's fucking beautiful. I wept the first time I listened to it. I think it's so sweet. And listen, I, I get that the crypto line is silly and stupid, <laughs> but I really, I mean, I, when it, yeah. when it, I laughed, I cried. I had <laughs> I had several epiphanies. It took me on a journey, and yeah. it was very um very hallmark film. Yeah, I think the melody is fucking gorgeous. I think the sentiment at the heart of it is very sweet. I think there's a moment of levity when she says, you know, fuck or whatever. Like when Lana says fuck about anything or like bitch or you know stupid like yeah. words like that. It does bring me out of a lot of fantasy a little bit in a way that makes me feel a little silly. Nice. And I think it has all the parts of a Lana song that I really enjoy. And I think that was maybe is my favorite song in the album outside mm-hmm. of Dealer because her screaming on it is 
such a moment for me, such a moment in history that I'm willing to overlook the man. Mm-hmm. What do you think of Arcadia? I think she sounds really bad on that song. <laughs> we both look really big, deep breath. <laughs> See, that's the one that made me... That's the one who... That It is my favorite one, but that's the one, like, I did get, like, the Toyota thought thing. Like, I expected, like, it to cut through yes. and somebody to be like, get yeah, 1.9% APR now from November 25th on a new Nissan. Like, well, it sounds like it was custom made for it because she literally compares a man to a Range Rover multiple times. It's, like, not even a hot car. Like, there's just, like, I get, yeah. like, there's a difference between, like, old school, like, Lana Lana doing, mm-hmm. like, a, a car reference. Yeah. Like a rain, like a Land Rover, a Land Rover. Like my grandpa drives a Land Rover. I guess I think Arca- yeah. yeah. Well, she was like trying to. I guess it was supposed to be like an homage to like the Pacific Northwest, but the song is also yeah. kind of like Housekeys Abroad. I'm like that's yeah. It's it's another literally like problem. Ro- of she literally meant sense. roving the land. Yeah, Could you rove roving. the land for me. God, yeah. I'm like, are you in What's Canada that? or like where? <laughs> <laughs> she's in Toronto? I'm like okay, but. I, that yeah like as you were saying earlier like there is just like some shit where it just like goes off the rails like yeah, it usually it's... starts and then the chorus is totally different like black bathing suit is like that where she's like granted yeah quarantine mm-hmm. worst i'm like oh, girl and then it's like and then it goes into a really good song but she has to start that way and then yeah there's um uh textbook i think would be good if like i'm sorry but like whatever like I went to those protests too, but putting like the Black Lives Matter line is baffling the first time you hear it. Is it not? Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. go? Huh? I think it's been long enough. I think it's been long enough for me to say this. I hated the Black Lives Matter rally. I had the worst time. <laughs> yeah, I really hated it. I think you went to cool. a specific. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what were you saying? <laughs> oh yeah. Go yeah. Ahead. I think that you went to a specific rally that was in a certain part of Chicago where. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe I was. I wasn't <laughs> yeah. willing to travel to where things were really happening. I just went to one where I was invited, and I felt I needed to show face at the time, which now I would absolutely never. Yeah. Um, I, would, I think you went to a bad. Black I did Lives maybe Matter go to rally. a. I, I went yeah. to one of the worst Black Lives Matter rallies in of Chicago. all time yeah. it was yeah. not a fucking black person in sight who didn't work on the bus it was a very yeah. um it was a very special experience for me did not enjoy that day yeah well here like there's no like I, i'm in the south so there's like no leftists here it's like so it's just like regular like black people it's just like church ladies and stuff mm-hmm. and they had okay. like like they had like pizza and wings <laughs> and everybody was just like hanging out and then like it was, it was a and then nice little every, cookout yeah, and they're like playing um like redbone or whatever and then like <laughs> and then like after yeah. like hanging out for like two hours we're like they're like okay we're gonna march but we're not going too far you know, like, it was a very low <laughs> We're going effort. around the block. Yeah, we're going to do a little march, take <laughs> a couple pics. That sounds like so much fun. Yeah, I, yeah, I wish cookout, I could have done basically. that. Have cool. a little cookout yeah. and then walk around the block while we listen to Nelly Hot in here. Yeah. And then wrap it up. Fucking yeah. go home. Yeah, I don't know what you went to, girl. Baby. I went to the most... He accidentally went to a clan rally. <laughs> you accidentally <laughs> went to that. <laughs> and they kept saying, they kept saying, um, white, white, white silence is black violence. <laughs> And I was like, so what? it's like, like vi- the black people are violent. I was like, what? <laughs> like, wait a minute, what? I was like, I'm not tracking the the message here. Yeah. And they kept screaming that and putting their little fists up, and it was completely silent otherwise. What? And it was also 900 degrees. Do you think Lana White went to a rally? Silence is black violence. Is black violence? Are you sure you didn't? <laughs> are you sure you didn't go to like a neo-Nazi rally? <laughs> <laughs> you look around in those like Proud Boy shirts, and you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, it's, it's like actually organized by the Chicago Teachers Union. So yes, Nazis. <laughs> um, yeah. What's that one movie where like a Jew like becomes a skinhead? <laughs> yeah, I'm literally like a Chappelle skit. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking neck. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Clayton well, Rosenthal. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Yeah. Huh? I have to get the blast body of this corn dog, but I'm scared. I'm gonna gag. Oh my god. I do it from you do it from the side, like corn on the cob. I did kind of a diagonal yeah. approach. Mm-hmm. Put it in the back pocket. Yeah. Two corn dogs down, baby. Work protein. Well, okay. I feel like we just basically talked shit about that album. I really thought I was going to have more of a defense. Honestly, <laughs> it, I, it's a good album, but it, it made me go back to... Chem- like, I actually started listening to Chemtrails more because of... Blue I really Anisters. think I am kind of a Chemtrails girl at the end of the day. Because I, I listen to Chemtrails kind of a lot. I think that that's going to be the album where people are going to look back and be like, wait, yeah, she I tore. completely forgot she released this, and it's also good. Because White Dress, Chemtrails, Tulsa Jesus Freak, mm-hmm. um, um, um... Um, I even like for free. I know that's not her song, but I do like that song. Mm-hmm. Um, Wild at Heart, um, Bl- Dark but Just a Game. I love mm-hmm. all these songs. They're fantastic. Is my mic working? Oh, there we go. Yeah, I just got it. <sighs> but yeah, I think Blue Bannisters is fine. I think it's all it's good. It's fine. Yeah, it's just fine. It's just fine. I mean, it's a little diaristic for me. Mm-hmm. It's a little, um, you know. I will say that it feels more mature, Lana. Like yeah. what you were mentioning, like her kind of like tethering back. Yeah. And not like Which mature is good. in a, I don't know, I'm mature in a bad way. Not in a bad way. It's just like of, she's, you know, it's not a point in my life that I'm at. Maybe when I'm pushing 40, things will be different for me, but I'm pushing 25. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we feel. <laughs> exactly. It's not for me now. Yeah. But maybe one day when I'm having baby fever because my sister is knocked up, then I'll have, then things will be different. And I'll yeah. be unpacking a different part of my psyche. Yep. But until then, no thoughts. Yeah, Head I don't empty. have I don't have a sister. Maybe that's why I didn't like Sweet, Sweet Caroline or what, what's it called, Sweet Carolina. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sweet Caroline. Exactly. You don't have a sister either. Yeah, I don't have a sister oh, either. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, yeah. Wait, I thought sister. you were saying when my sister has a baby. No, when Lana's sister has oh, a baby, okay. the song is about the baby. Oh. So then you have, you missed the whole point of the song. Thought, no, I thought you said my, when my sister has when a, my sister has a baby. I thought that's what you said. No, I told everyone I had a sister. <laughs> Liar! I'm being Lana. I'm being her. Okay. Her sister is having a baby, and that's why Sweet Carolina is a song, is because she's singing this song to the baby. <laughs> what do you you get? What's not to get him? <laughs> See, it's not clicking. I didn't like. I, I'm surprised. I saw. I saw a lot of like um, subtweets about my article, but nobody mm-hmm. like directly attacked me. And I was like, I was thinking, I was like, if this had been like any other big pop girl, like I would have had like a weird mob of teenagers like chasing me around the internet with nooses. But yeah, like <laughs> the good thing people about people aren't as like violent about Lana, like because because her well, fans are so demure. They don't have the serotonin. To, no. to buy back. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. yeah they don't have the wherewithal this is not not worth it yeah, yeah I've, uh, most of the the anger that's been directed toward me has been by much more crackheaded women yeah i mean at this point all lana fans are just fighting lana the, <laughs> yeah exactly the only, it's just that so few people want to defend her publicly the only thing i got in trouble for uh it was like a tweet that i tweeted and got like five quote tweets and then immediately deleted on the day it came out where i said that blue banisters is slower than lana's metabolism <laughs> oh, and, oh, 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 oh. that'll do it my that'll god that'll do yeah. it 
and I was like, okay, yeah, that was too far. And I know, <laughs> oh she, and I know she named searches too, and I was like, I can't yeah. imagine. Like, I know. Because if Lana ever blocked me, I'd actually hang myself. Oh, yeah. Like, if Lana, like, blocked me on everything, I would fucking, I would need, I would need to be checked in somewhere. I would need to go to an institution. That would suck. Yeah. That would be fucking horrible. But she really, I mean, there's a photo of her. There's a photo of her in this. I don't know if you've seen this. It's a photo of her in this yellow dress. It's like this big yellow dress. And she's coming out of some restaurant. And it is fucked up. It is horrible. I really, I mean, this is, uh, I don't know if you've, you follow Daniela, uh, mm-hmm. Bimbo Born, Been Born to Die on Twitter. Mm-hmm. She is the queen of posting the worst photos I've ever seen of her. And I don't know where she digs them up. Because in my experience, it's very difficult to get a bad photo of Lana right? With the yeah. exception of like true paparazzi pictures. But it'll be like amateur 8X zoomed in iPhone pictures of fat ass Lana stumbling out of Texas Roadhouse. And it's like, <laughs> it's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then Daniela will quote it and be like, please be pregnant. Please be pregnant. <laughs> it's just fucking horrible. But it's, tr- this, I mean. Wasn't Blue Bannister's build as a country album? Like, was it? Yeah. See, that's what I kept But initially hearing, she but was saying that about chemtrails too, that she was going to do a, a country vibe. Yeah. But she can never, she can't commit to that. She, She's she, got, she can't put the cowboy girl, she can't put the cowgirl boots on. Yeah. In a way, Blue Bannisters at is, one point. She does. Yeah. Put your rubber boots on, baby. Giddy up. Oh, yeah, I did like that part. We didn't talk about her fucking interlude. Oh, the the interlude? Yeah, the fucking. The. the, the fucking, <laughs> do you know the interlude I'm speaking of? The third. I, I, I listened to it like <laughs> once. I don't know. I, it's like this like Mexican. It's like a trap beat. Yeah, it's like this Mexican trap beat. <laughs> This it's, mariachi shit. It's so like so weird. weird and bad. It has nothing to do with the rest. Of- I think Blue Bannisters is her Joanne. Yes, I, agreed. I said that. Yeah, I tweeted. Did you? That. It is. It is. And that's Did honestly you really? the, I've never the greatest that. indictment of this album is that in the way it's Lana pretending like she's a real human being with real human thoughts. In the same way that Lady Gaga was like, "I'm stripping it all off. I'm giving you me." She's like, "I've and got fibromyalgia me- and I'm bow legged." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then her me was a lie and it was so transparently a lie even more of a lie than you know lady gaga teeth are you saying that lana's next album is going to be her chromatica we shall see time will only tell she's working with those old producers again i bet we could get another born to die out of the bitch and she'll be 40 damn (laughs) now she's really born to die (laughs) it's coming up (laughs) a couple more years um okay well that's Please do. Okay, yes, thanks. and then we can segue into some lighter topics. Work. Right. Love it. Are you familiar with the Arby's the Arby's vodka? Arby's Have you seen vodka? the Arby's vodka? Yes, no. it's curly fry. There's two actually. There's curly flat fry vodka, sponsored by Arby's or brought to you by Arby's. It's real mm. and crinkle fry. <laughs> yeah. Are they gonna sell it through the drive-through? Well, that's what I'm wondering. Is like, where can I purchase this? Because in the fine print, it says you have to live in a series of cursed states that I don't live in. If so I, I think Florida you might has live in one. to be one of them. 
It has to Absolutely. be one. Let I me mean, double check. Let me let me do a little research. It says here. follow Arby's and be one of the first to know when Arby's has more vodka news. <laughs> <laughs> this, is coming, uh, this is coming soon. Seven days, fourteen hours, thirty nine minutes. Every time minutes. I go through the drive through Arby's tweets some vodka news. No, if they don't have it in Florida, <laughs> like we'll put sanctions on them. Like I don't <laughs> like that's Absolutely. fake. Fuck. Okay, here are the states. It's available in California, Connecticut, Washington, D.C., Florida, hey, Idaho, Louisiana, Minnesota, Nebraska, Nevada, West Virginia, and Wyoming. We're near none of those states. I am not even fucking near any of them. I'll ship ship you a bottle for Christmas. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, my crinkle fry vodka. You better get in that fucking line, girl. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be sold out. Exactly. Yeah. It's re- ex- they said quantities extremely limited. <laughs> they made four. <laughs> it's a limited edition it's, of four. And I'm actually gonna drink mine. It yeah. sounds disgusting, but I kind of want. It. Like I, I'm just curious. Just it's probably just oily. It's oil flavored. Oil. It's just canola oil. oil that's like sat for a long time, so it's become <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> Yeah, it's an alternate brewing method. And put some Cajun seasoning yeah, exactly. in there and just shook it up. <laughs> they didn't clean one of the fryers at, the, <laughs> at an actual Arby's for too long, and they were like, oh, what is this potion? And bottled it up and shipped it out to the girls. Yep. How do they, okay, what's the difference between curly fry, curly fry flavor and crinkle fry flavor? There's a very obvious difference. Yeah. One is burnt. <laughs> are you going to tell me that curly fries taste the same as those fries? Well, no, I know they don't taste the same, but how would you conjure that energy in a vodka? I it's hard not. to do it with fries, frankly. I, I think the curly the curly fry would have to have like a little spice to it, like a little pepper in yeah. mm-hmm. something. Sure. The zing, the yeah. spice of life that they do, that they pump into those. Fuck- Although I had the crinkle fry from Arby's mm-hmm. recently, and I was not disappointed. I really enjoyed that they're as not, well. They're not bad. They're just like, it's more potato for the crinkle cut, and the yeah. curly fry is a lot more bang curly fry is a lot more of the shell i find that there's not a lot of stuff in it it's a whole lot of the shell Mm -hmm. i like that though i like the crunch yeah Mm -hmm. yeah the little shoestring vibe i like when you get to the very bottom and it's just the little pieces yep and they're not really a full fry but they're just kind of like a a hint it's a remembrance of a fry it's the ephemera of a fry it's just like Mm -hmm. the burnt crisps that they found at like the bottom of the fryer (laughs) yeah beautiful color lovely color lovely color yeah lovely color Mm mm-hmm I'm going to manifest Arby's for us this weekend. I think we're getting Arby's this weekend multiple times because we are going to St. Louis and it, that is the land of Arby's. Yep. For, for, for real. They've got one on every block. Down here, girl, I got to go to the Loop. I got to go downtown. Yeah. If I want fucking Arby's. Girl. Which is the weirdest place that there's only one Arby's in Chicago when it's in the downtown metropolitan. Literally, like literally. in the business district. Why yeah. the fuck is Arby's there? It should be on my corner. <laughs> right over here what what's over here we have a dentist office fuck that shit yeah got it and turn it into arby's yeah literally i'd live above one i'm not picky no you should not you shouldn't feel safe going to an arby's you know safe yeah you shouldn't feel safe mm-hmm. going yeah. to an arby's like yeah. they it should be like in a part of town where you're like okay <laughs> You know? right. they're like the gas station has an attendant that's like, yeah. across the street and then there's like two people in there who have to be missing like at least 80 percent of all significant teeth yeah well it, the attendant's like an indian guy who keeps the gun on the counter like in view <laughs> so that yeah, you exactly. know what's there a couple of clucking little chickens walking around the bar yeah, yeah. that's nice <laughs> that's what you that, that's what you have to encounter in order to buy the arby's vodka yeah, exactly. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta run through the jungle. You gotta clear through the brush. They're keeping that shit locked. Up. Yeah, to get to the Arby's vodka, it's mm-hmm. very, very precious. Yeah, 
Maybe yeah. you have to buy. That would be really what they should do. They're like, if you can show us your Arby's punch card and you've been here enough this year, well, then we'll load you up with the vodka, girl. My platinum Arby's membership card. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. Mm. I would love that. I'm just going to make one and keep it in my wallet. Yeah. We oh. sent that as a Patreon gift to one of our one of our humble listeners. That's we sent right. a Thought Topics X uh, Arby's collab with just a <laughs> gift card with a sticker on it. <laughs> <laughs> it looks really cunt though. It looked really it cunt. did look really cute. Yeah. It did look really cute. Um, okay, so we're back mm-hmm. and we're talking about a couple of lighter things. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about the TikTok first? Or we should talk about Smashdra World. I think we should talk about the TikTok. Well, yeah, let's do TikTok. Let's first. do the TikTok. Mm-hmm. So I have a question just to start this topic off. Are you embarrassed to be gay? <laughs> Are you? Um. <sighs> And I don't mean yeah. embarrassed to be associated with gay men because that's obvious. That that's that, that already has an answer. We know the answer. <laughs> I mean, in a broader way, is there something horrifying and horrific about the experience depicted in this TikTok? I guess I should explain it. <laughs> yeah. Can you like play? It? Yeah. Can you play it? I can play it. Yeah. Let's play it. Play it into the mic. Yeah. Okay. So this is by. Um, you know, you could just like screen share. Named- Either. I'll show it to you and I'll put it into the microphone. No, this, is a, this is a DIY show over here. I don't know how to fucking screen share. What do I look like? Fucking Einstein? I have. This is by Ziggy Tyler. He's a young man, presumably in Chicago, based on the backdrop, by the way. And someone has captioned it: "This is how evil the gay community can be." So let's let's get into it. Oh, I'm only oh. laughing because I know this is fake. I'm sorry, but it's not fucking real. It's too good I'm of laughing. a setup. He's I'm got laughing the because I know it's real and I know that he deserved it. <laughs> Well, That's what I know. Like the, the he's doing the robo bo- uh, voice at the beginning. He's like, "I'm here. I don't. Yeah. I never go to gay bars. I never." And then he's like, "Call me fat." Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like, first of all, I've been to a gay bar before. You go every fucking weekend. I don't know if you've seen this person. <laughs> Look at this fucking person's face. I yeah. know this person from so many years of experience of just looking at a gay bar, and it's this fucking weirdo, Mister Potato Head, camped out at the fucking bar. And I know, here's the thing. This is why I'm saying, are you embarrassed <laughs> to be a part of this? Because the whole charade of of um, the, the wanting to document yourself being rejected and then crying and posting it because you think it's going to change something. This is what I'm always saying, is that the, ultimately the politics and the, the concerns of gay people writ large with the exception of a very, very small amount of people, are whether or not people want to fuck them. That's what everything boils down to. So many gay guys' politics, so many gay guys' things that they're always up in arms about every weekend on the stupid fucking website that I spend all my time on. It's all these fags who ultimately their convictions boil down to, I am crying publicly because someone did not want to have sex with me. It's pathetic. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> beep, beep. They're great. Anyway. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Honk if you agree. Honk if you agree. Um, and also, like, you're this person's not young, probably. No. This is your is this baby. Like, come on. Like, my first time at a gay bar. This is my first time going up to a guy at a gay bar. Like, is this really? Are you a gay man? And this is your first time being like, not not even like rejected, but someone just being like, mm, no, yeah. like, because a either this was complete. Sorry, I keep cutting you uh, off. Yeah. A this was either completely fabricated where none of it even happened, and he just figured out how to make himself cry, which, frankly, I wouldn't put past anybody who posts TikToks as often as this person does. And B, if it's not a complete lie, the kind of person who would say, you're too fat to be talking to me, is not someone that you should think you can go up and talk to. <laughs> yeah, like, why? Like, like, why? <laughs> I hate to be like, went up to this, whatever like, miserable, yeah, yeah, some little fucking Ariat Frankie Grande twink or whatever is probably in the right here. Also, like, that clearly would have been, like, a bottom-on-bottom situation. You don't need that anyway. Uh, Clearly. True. I'm like, you are weeping on camera. You are picking the wrong man. And you you didn't calibrate your sensors and figure out who you need to be going after. Also, the way that he left and didn't finish his drink when he should have stayed and ordered 900 more? Where's the logic? Yeah, no logic. I think it's fake. I think we just cracked the code. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if it's not fake, this guy has severe issues. But this is what I'm saying, is that ultimately it just, it's, it's, (laughs) it's a manifestation of this thing that happens so often with gay people, where their, their thing, why they want people to feel bad for them, boils down to the fact that they put their eyes on someone who they felt was, like, the hot gay guy, which is the kind again the kind of person who would say something like you are too fat to be speaking to me that's who you chose to go after and you knew that that like you can look at a gay person if you've encountered any gay person in real life or online you can see the phenotype of who is going to say to you you are too fat to be speaking to me right now (laughs) it's all over these people's faces and to pretend like it's not real and to like look at another gay guy and be like i know how this conversation is going to go between me and him also, like, who doesn't have, like, a fighting... Like, if someone said that to me, if someone said, Chris, you are way too big to be talking to me, I'd be like, I'd baby, be like, fuck you, you baby, fucking faggot. <laughs> fuck you, <laughs> like, retard. Like, like, I would be melting down the... I would be... The bar would be up in flames. I, I would, would be crying on TikTok. Seriously. No, you'd be crying, crying on, like, a dash cam footage of, like, a cop. <laughs> right, yeah, like, yeah. I'd be laughing. It'd be, it, that'd be my joker moment. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Don't yeah. raise ex-boyfriend be hauling your ass away from the kids. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. This is what I'm saying. Like. Okay. Like. Ha- like. There are so many gay people. There's so many fucking gay people out there. Too many. Too many. If you ask me. And in like, haven't you ever sized up a coworker before, or like had an in, 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 in interaction with another gay person where you look at their face and you go, I know exactly how this is going to play out. The second we meet and the second that. My female coworkers force us to talk to one another. I know exactly how this is going to play out. Mm-hmm. And they're either going to say something shitty and under, underhanded, or they're going to be your, your girl. They're going to be your sissy. Mm-hmm. Or they're going to say, you are too fat to speak to me. And not no, the, ability, the, the, the inability to know who you're going to get when you go knock, knock, knocking for trouble. Mm-hmm. I don't feel bad for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't feel bad for and you. And you have to, like, I mean, you you just work with what you're given because like okay there's like so many like sexual pathologies like in the gay world like if you are like actually like a 30 year old uh you know 
bigger guy, you literally just have to put on like a Carhartt t-shirt and like some starch jeans and a baseball cap. And like, you will be like swimming in boy pussy for for fucking days. Just like every, every 19 year old who like, with like an Electra complex is just going to come running. And Mm -hmm. like, you just it's all about learning how to self-style and this is a person who is like hi i've decided to dress up myself in a sweatshirt that appears to be a burlap sack and i'm gonna have like a loose beanie i'm gonna be like sweating and miserable and i'm gonna wear a mask in the bar like a loser and (laughs) i expect this person over there to fuck me yeah i mean like i (sighs) like i can't wear like a mesh top and i'm not even fat but i just can't like i can't be wearing like a mesh top and like fucking hoodie. You like can't? do you think i want to dress like trailer trash no i do it because it looks good with this phenotype with the like slightly corn fed but not yeah. fat and the beard yeah. and the bushy eyebrows mm-hmm. it works for me i found a style that works race science ain't all bad i tell you that there's a lot to be learned yeah anyway <laughs> the phrenology what what? No, I thought you were going to say something. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> my, my one thought just ran away. <laughs> okay, well, great. Um, but this is what I'm saying, is that it's, it is it is about learning how to present yourself in a dignified, normal way. Mm-hmm. And some people just can't. And I think there's a socializing factor to the fact that he alleges that this is his first time going to a gay bar alone. I, I don't have you ever been to a gay bar alone? I've never. Is that a normal thing that gay guys do? Do people do yeah. that? Oh, no, I, I did like a herd. Well, I have like one, but it was a very dark time in my life, and it was like during happy hour. I was I was just there to drink, and right. I knew the bartender was <laughs> like, yeah. you know, right? Give me exactly. a couple of free ones, and I like flirted yeah. with and them. And that's so fine. There's a dignity in that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's a kind of um. I think it, it, a okay going to a gay bar by yourself totally defenseless totally no one there to come to your aid if someone is to call you a fat lard yeah it's not a good position to be putting yourself in like the caption like the gay community is so evil all right what if a fat guy went up to like a really hot skinny girl right then what right well they would probably wind up dating yeah (laughs) (laughs) that is the way that particular world but but also okay this is what it's always coming back down to is that the sickness is not the the the, the the twink the evil twink in this scenario it's not this person saying you're too fat to speak to me what it is is that this person has a failure completely to recognize that he is not the main character in the world and has a bracket that if he learned to cater to it he probably would be pretty happy romantically and sexually but because he's unwilling to accept the realities of his situation mm-hmm. he is forced to pine after these people who are always going to call him fat and yeah. tell him, say, get the fuck away from me. Well, but everyone has a niche if you know how to dress yourself. And it's not that difficult. Well, I've seen, like, gay guys be like, um, it's bullshit that you can only, uh, <laughs> that you can only be, like, feminine and you can only be, like, dressed feminine and people find it hot if you're, like, a white twink. And I'm like, you just added white so that, like, it would be, like, political, first of all, because, like, Asian <laughs> twinks do that more than anybody else. And the oh little God, Latino ones, too. And even some of the black ones. Christian Walker. Wood. Shameful wood. <laughs> but wood. Yeah, exactly. And wood, like, really? Oh, yeah. You're a wood for Christian Walker? That's yeah. very interesting. It's very I'm, Mike Todd, though. 
Sure. Uh, yeah. I don't know that I've ever considered Christian Walker in a sexual way. I think he's just kind of a, a little demon. Well, like, I would love to go out to like dinner with him. I would love to get a little mm-hmm. dinner with Christian Walker. Yeah. The like mentally ill, like uh, light skinned black twink is like kind of like a, a ghost that's been following me. Like I had to introduce Chris <laughs> to a guy at the bar the other day who like stalked me for like six months after we hooked up one time. And I was like, hey, hey, this is my fiance. I was like, if I go missing, he killed me. Like, you know, because he, like, moved back into town. Yeah. But, yeah. um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. but it's like, yeah, I'm sorry, that's the way it is. Like, if you are, like, 30, like, dressing feminine, like, putting on, like, a little, uh, like, crop top or whatever is not going to work for you. Even if you have a nice no. body, it's still, like, weird, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember there was this old tweet of this guy who was like, I did, I did an experiment where I put a, my, a photo of myself looking as a mask as I could and then went on Grindr and mm. saw, I, I had a million replies and everyone was, all wanted to message me and then I put on this crop top and a boy beat and no one wanted to fuck me anymore. And I it's like, yeah, that. cause you looked like shit. You looked like shit. And like, this is the, like, it's just playing to your fucking strengths. It's not very difficult at all. Yeah, and I think, Honestly. Well, I think it's funny when people act like surprised that uh, like gay guys are attracted to masculinity. Yeah, I think that's that's kind of the whole thing, you know? And this is the thing is that I feel like I hear in equal measure people being like, it's ridiculous that so many people are like, just more people are attracted to you if you just look like a femme little twink bottom. And then other people are like, I no one ever wants to fuck me because I'm so I needed to be more masculine and whatever. And like you hear those in equal measure because of the fact that it's all boiling down to the fact that no, like their, their sole source of happiness comes from who which demographic is willing to have sex with them yeah Mm -hmm. and the grass is always greener on the other side (laughs) to (laughs) you it's just when i when i see things like this i just i i I feel very grateful to be in the position i'm in it always always takes a minute because like a video like that you know people are like siding with that person that's like oh that's so shitty that's so wrong the replies on that fucking tweet were absolutely fucking brutal and it's like when i watch it i'm like i know like the queens in chicago are so vicious (laughs) And it, well, it's so Queens. stupid too because I'm like, you need like some. I, I, you know that these people like never hang out with straight guys because, like, pro, like most of my friends are like straight guys. Like in real life, friends are like straight guys. And like, not now because like we've been friends for so long and it's weird. But like, there are guys like I'm friends with that would like pay to fuck me, and they've had sex like <laughs> twice in the past three years, and like a right. solid four on grinder like you can still get laid that night right if you stick around long enough like somebody will literally yeah and they're like yeah i fucked a fat chick two and a half years ago <laughs> and I have like a six pack and like a job <laughs> and i'm like <laughs> and a job <laughs> my job like, prevents me from fucking you fatty <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, unfortunately i'm employed so i won't be fucking you Florida. Yeah, no, uh, gay anyway. no reason to complain about like not getting laid because even if you're ugly, you can still get laid more than like most hot like straight men. Yeah, I'm like you're living in one of the most delusionally psychotically horny demographics of people ever yeah. who are willing to overlook pretty much anything to fulfill their d- psychotic fantasies. Yeah, you just need to like take an Adderall and stay up. I know I give up after 1130. Like that's where I'm willing to settle. <laughs> I do sober at home when I can't, when I can't find a movie I like enough. 
yeah <laughs> i'm like that's it lights out lights out yeah it's over it's just i don't know it's a it's a fake problem this is what i'm saying is that like i think sometimes about like the issues facing gay men like the problems gay men face and when i think of them none of them are real they're all invented issues i mean a couple of them are real <laughs> yeah. if you live in like a horrible hell like if you live in some place where it's just like you 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 there are no tools at your disposal to be anything more than like one of seven out gay people in the entire place you live <laughs> yeah sure but i do think that like ultimately the rest of the stuff like people who live in like fucking urban centers as a gay person what do you what do you what what, what do you want to fix what do you want to problem? like it's all your brain it's all your sick little brain Mm-hmm. And if you just adjust that, then maybe things would be going better for you. Yeah. I had like a company-wide meeting at my job, mm-hmm. and I said something a little too gay, and I was like, I'd be fine if I got fired because of that. <laughs> I'd be like, that was a little <laughs> too gay. You were like, I deserved it. Right, yeah. I was like, I just can't say gay shit in the workplace, and that's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I accidentally, th- this happened to me. Well, I'm not as good as hiding it. <laughs> I'd hide it. <laughs> I have a difficult time um, covering up the gay, especially at work. Well, because yeah. I, I work at a med spa. So, of course, the way that they hired me is, was they were like, faggot, you know, whatever. <laughs> so now that I work there, I was trying to be like, I'm not going to give them what they want. I'm not going to give them what they want. I'm going to stay quiet. I'm going to sit in my corner. I'm going to sit as far away from women as I can. <laughs> it's just, I need to be, it's not, I, I can't. I, but, I want a 401k, you know. But, but then the wrong song plays. And then the wrong song played and I went, oh, I love her. <laughs> or sometimes I'll like refer to like a food. Like I'll be like, someone will, someone will be like, oh, I brought cupcakes today. I'll be like, she has four seconds. <laughs> she has four seconds to live. And I'll be like, I didn't even mean to say that. I didn't mean to say that. I know what you mean. It's like in a workplace environment where like you really like, you really, okay, that should be like a thing. You got to tone down the fag at a certain point in the workplace. In the, yeah, it's true. It's inappropriate. It's workplace inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> it should be like an HR offense if someone's being too gay in the workplace. It really just, I mean, so, yeah, someone needs to pull you aside. Yeah. And be like, okay, so when you called your coworker the only little girl, <laughs> <laughs> that was not what we consider office okay. <laughs> That's not something that we generally find. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but we can continue this. I, I always pretend to be straight for the first two weeks till I get the health insurance. You know, I'm like, <laughs> 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 I'm like hey, man, So still, they don't think you're a liability? I just like laugh. I'm, I just like talk like Alex Jones. I'm like, hey, hey, how's it going? Yeah, I... I charts. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever sometimes... I don't know if this is going to be relatable for either of you. What? <laughs> but sometimes I'll go, when I go to like pick up a thing by myself, like I'll go to Target mm-hmm. or I'll go to like a, you know, pick up food or whatever. Mm-hmm. And sometimes as I walk into the store, I think I'm going to challenge myself to see if I can do it, to see if I can seem like you won't clock me. So oh, I'll, yeah. I'll throw in like the things that people say at the end of a sentence, like man, I'll call people man. Cause I find that that one gay people don't do. Like, fags don't say, yeah, man. Like, hey, man. Like, yeah, hey, man. Yeah. I find if you do it really fast, <laughs> if you do it really quickly, yeah. you can kind of cover up the fag. Because yeah. the, the tell of the gay voice is that, yeah. like, like, the 900-year draw between words. <laughs> hey, man. I, I can do that, but now I'm scared to do it. I know. Now, <laughs> now that the pressure's on, I can't do it on the air. Because yeah. it's so scary. But sometimes I'll challenge myself to talk to a customer service person in a way that I can be undetected. Yeah. Wow. And I think I do a pretty good job, but unfortunately here I can't recreate it because I'm so scared. True. Yeah. The other day at the grocery store, I told someone that 
I was picking up groceries, quote, for my roommate, by which I meant the man I've lived with and had sex with for four years. (laughs) (laughs) And then I left. I said, why did I say that? I hope he never listens to this episode because he would have his feelings so hurt if he heard this. <laughs> but I, the, the worker at Aldi. For like, yeah, literally. Like the, the cashier at Aldi would be like, oh, I'm picking up groceries for my roommate. Okay. Why did I say that? <laughs> What's funny is that like I just watched a TikTok either yesterday or today where this guy was like ordering Starbucks and then like briefly mentioned like, oh, I didn't know you guys had this flavor. Like my, my boyfriend worked at Starbucks. And this barista goes, work? Yes, hunty. And the guy was like, "Why did she feel like she needed to say that? Maybe it's maybe it's a, maybe it's a thing. We shouldn't expose that we're gay in public because then we get exposed to that." Yeah. Do like, you, oh, do, you in, uh, do you encounter this problem? <laughs> well, I mean, I I feel, I feel like I could like uh, I become more gay when I'm hanging out with gay people, for sure. Sure, true. Like yeah, um, yeah me too. Like when I'm hanging out with like with like straight guys, it's like I I don't know if I'm like unclockable or not, but like it's like. Uh, I don't know. I'm just like, yeah, man. Like, whatever, whatever. Like shit, like that. Like you know, I I, I do the <laughs> whole a, I do the whole thing. Speak. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Man, like, <laughs> sure. Or like when I'm drunk, I I feel like I sound less gay. Uh, uh-huh. Opposite for me, I yeah. start shrieking. Yeah. Well, I also I also <laughs> chain smoke <laughs> when when I drink, sure. so like my voice gets drunk. Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hear it, brother. Like, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, exactly. it's also very like. I mean, gay people can always like spot it. Like, it is like I feel like I can clock like pretty much anybody. Like, yeah. if there's something in the face. Like, I I don't know how to explain it. Like, even if you're like the butchest like gay guy, like there's always something a little off. Yeah, there's something mm-hmm. I'm like yeah, but like I feel like to the untrained eye, like all I have to do. It's like put on this jacket, this like day laborer jacket, and like a baseball cap, <laughs> and like to the rest of the world, like I, I look like somebody who sure. would hate crime myself. You know, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. is. I think mm-hmm. I have a very difficult time because I have kind of a pear shape. <laughs> I have kind of I have kind of broader hips for a man, <laughs> so it's a little bit difficult for me because jeans on me fit me in such a Doja Cat esque way that um <laughs> it's a little bit difficult for me to get away with the shape overall. But um I don't I mean I have a pretty gay face I think I have a pretty gay voice, not the gayest. Because in, in, when I'm not, like, doing, like, a, hey, fucking, I'm podcasting, <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But, like, in day-to-day speaking, I don't know that I'm, like, the faggiest fag. I used to be really good at suppressing it, but now it's just, like, I don't care anymore. I think I spend too much energy trying to suppress it. I know. And then not even in the closet way. Like, I was still out and gay. Sure. I just didn't want to, like, act gay. Right. But it was more, like, now... I had too many years of being in very close proximity to gay people, like constantly living with gay people that it started to just be like, without even meeting, I'd be like, yeah, girl (laughs) (laughs) about everything. Like, yes, girl. Mm -hmm. Oh girl. I know. And like, and like not even really coming across, like not thinking like, Oh, I'm like fagging out with someone, but like, just I'm talking about the weather. I'm like, Oh yeah, girl. It's cold. That's what happened with the company shit. It's like slipped. It was like, it's like a Freudian. It is. Yeah. It's completely Freudian. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I want to see, like, Butch Chris. I want to see, like, <laughs> just like you'd be like, yeah, wait, it's okay. Hey, come on. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> not, not Butch Chris, just more Mexican. Just Mexican yeah. Chris. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You cover it up by fucking putting yeah. on a cholo accent. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, mira, mira, mira. Okay. <laughs> is that the straight one? <laughs> yeah, if you were a gay Mexican, you'd be like, mira, mira, mira. mira. 
Look at me. Mírame, look at me. <laughs> I like that voice. Yeah. <laughs> I should put that on more. That's what I should start doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bethos. Bethos. Besitos. Besitos, mommy. No, Chris, you are, like, less clockable than, like, the average gay Mexican guy, though, because usually they're very, like, it's almost, yeah. um... It's also because Chris doesn't have diamond studs. Which <laughs> yeah, helps. I don't. I don't have the diamond earring, and also like because I your like, skin's grew not up shiny. And... I don't know why that's a thing, but it's <laughs> yeah. gay Latinos always have really shiny skin. Yeah. We have just really good skin, to be honest. Like it I don't really look break oily. out. Like it fun. looks nice, but it does look good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I don't know what they're using. I don't know if it's like a yeah, moisturizer. This, this shimmering, yeah, this like, insane shimmer that so many Latino gays have on their face. Putting, like, yeah, I mean, like oil on there. So I don't. <laughs> right. They didn't, they didn't clue you in. Your skin's mattified yeah. completely. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, like growing up in Chicago, the first thing my dad told me is that, like, yeah, strangers on the street just assume everyone's an enemy. Like that's pretty much what it is. So, like, oh I God. feel like naturally, I just whenever I'm walking around Chicago, or, like commuting anywhere, I do put in a little bit of effort to be like, all right, I'm not going to be gay. Right. I'm not going to key with the homeless right. guy. Right. Because if someone picks up that I'm gay, then they're going to be like, I'm going to rob him. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. We'll always rob the gay guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rule number one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sometimes I will literally like you know how sometimes you I work we've been we've been on this for so long but sometimes I'll walk by my reflection at a bank <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, I who's that woman I'll be like who the fuck is that and I literally like have this crazy black swan moment where I'm seeing <laughs> myself in the reflection of the bank and I'll think I'm walking normal. And it will be but, such a show of lights and reflection because I'm swiveling so hard. Your ass is going left, left, right, right <laughs> left, right. I'm like, who the fuck is that? It'd be funny if you're walking who by. Who is that? You look over and it's just Mila Kunis staring back. <laughs> yeah. Straight guys are like, damn, Shorty. Yeah, damn. I'm like, I'm like perfect woo. I'm like looking in the <laughs> And it's me. It's me on one side. And who's on the other side? Arca. Arca. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not. I don't know. And I always think it's fine. Walking around the world, I think it's fine. Yeah. And then I I see a video of myself, or I see my own reflection, and it's not okay. It's not fine. Yeah. So. No, when I catch myself, it's always my posture. I'm just like, it looks like... (laughs) I look like a (laughs) medium-height slender man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always, like, looking down. Like, literally, my boyfriend will be like, look at how you're standing right now. And I'll look down at my feet, and I'll literally be in plie. <laughs> like my feet are like ooh, like together at the heels, spread apart completely. Yeah, yeah. unreal. So hate it. Um, Astro World. Astro World. God, we're out of one fucking twenty. Okay, some of that's gonna be really cut. Half that was like me peeing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah true, 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 true. <laughs> um, okay, so Astro World was a music festival thrown by Travis Scott, mm-hmm. a rapper. Uh, who threw a music festival as so many rappers these days are wont to do. And it was, uh, I think it was maybe day two that all this craziness happened because I, from what I remember, the first day was a success. I thought it was only one day, but maybe I'm completely wrong in making it up. My, the timeline of most honest. things, I, I really, I, I don't, I don't have it. Um, so anyway, it turns into, it's a full day long festival. And then at the end, Travis got himself performs. Mm-hmm. Um, so much chaos and <laughs> insanity ensues with people rushing the stage, uh, people fighting in the crowd, p- 
people of all ages, creeds, and colors clashing up against one each other, one another, physically and culturally, and it turns into a fucking bloodbath. Eight dead, yeah. and many injured. What a tragedy! Mm-hmm. Like, imagine having to tell people that your son died at a Travis Scott concert. Oh my god! Yeah, I let my son <laughs> oh my go to god. a Travis Scott concert, and he died. And he died, and then you're trying. Then you would literally never let your kids go to concerts or music they were festivals like, yeah, ever fuck again. No, they're like, yeah. yeah Travis Scott, you know, the McDonald's rapper from McDonald's, you know, Travis <laughs> oh, Scott, no. the rapper with the eighth grade biology teacher's name. Yeah, You're trying to tell you, trying to tell his grandfather the past, <laughs> my my grandson has passed. It's like, who? The meal, you know, Sweetie, the Sweetie meal. The Sweetie meal, but it's Travis I died at the Sweetie Festival. It's... We died like four days ago, I shouldn't be making jokes about it. Anyway, okay, so... I, I saw. I tried to find video of this like supposed stampede, and this is where I kind of buy into like you know where people are like tweeting about it and then just like quoting the Book of Revelation. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, that's why I, I was kind of like, I, yeah, I can see it because like there's no video of this happening. They're like the chaos, and it just looks like people middling around. But then yeah. it's like eight dead. I'm like, what? Like sure. it just, it does seem I like mean, maybe they were struck down by dark and mysterious forces beyond the comprehension of the human mind. I don't know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I think it's on the table. I, I wouldn't rule it out. Mm-hmm. I've been to many music festivals before in the past where I have been next to a woman going, "Help! Help!" Like yeah. freaking the fuck out, mm-hmm. and it's literally because her girlfriend's like on Molly and like her eyes are rolled back. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> it's just that kind of. It's like I think a lot of times people don't know. Mm-hmm. That they're supposed to be really like phoning in someone serious, yeah. Um, and I know a lot of people also who've had near death experiences in music festival situations. <clears throat> True, I've seen Travis Scott twice. Have you? How was mm-hmm. it? And I literally like when this shit was happening, I was like, God, that sucks so bad. And then I was like, I've literally been to two of his concerts. <laughs> Were they as rock raucous? Not rockuous? at all. Last time I saw him was in Philly, literally like two and a half years ago, maybe. Damn. And it was like I had a good time. I feel I feel guilty about it, but it was a good time. <laughs> Do. You- do you think it was the the influence of COVID fever in which everyone feels that they have to be blacked out and chaotic at all times? He brought out Drake and then people broke oh. into the festival and everyone rushed the stage, which created the surge. So here's another crazy thing that I heard about this. All the medics were fake. Like they what? were They were trained? not trained. Uh, so oh, they pulled all these yeah, people yeah. aside, these medics who were like in the medic tent and they did not know how to administer CPR. Mm-hmm. I did see a video. <laughs> yeah. There was like a girl who was working at the Exxon station last week. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were like, they gave her a red polo and they were like, here, just hang out here for a couple hours. It'll be fine. Yeah. You're no. just going to have to give some people some water. Yeah. Um, that was an issue because there was a video of one guy who was like a paramedic and he was like, I actually work this. Let me tell you guys what happened. Yeah. And it was a bunch of paramedics that didn't know what to do or they weren't following protocol because they were like newbies or something and yeah. he was like it was like way too much like, so yeah i mean i imagine that there were probably a couple of people who knew what they were doing but to right. my understanding even the people who did know what they were doing were attempting to wrangle mm-hmm. the other quote-unquote medics mm-hmm. who were absolute did not even have a basic understanding of how to <laughs> resuscitate a human being yeah. so it was not not great not great and i did see a couple of videos that i felt I think a lot of people were like, this is so disturbing. This is horrible. And like, I saw one limp body being sort of body surfed across the crowd as Travis Scott was going, oh, 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 like singing on this podium. Mm-hmm. And 
in a way, it was kind of just silly to me. Like, it didn't seem... Like, the panic, like, the sense of panic that everyone keeps referring to, that it was, like, this total fucking pandemonium, and, like, we couldn't break out, and it was crazy. Like, I keep seeing the crowd completely still. Like, I'm not seeing anyone, like, even, like, the, the chaos of a, the chaos level of a Charlie XCX concert. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, like, normally, like, a, you've been in crowds like this yeah, before, yeah. Mm-hmm. where if you're in the second row and you're getting slammed up into the barrier over and over, and you're, you know, crying and weeping and whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. My cousin actually... I didn't see a single shot of that my cousin actually like, ripped her nipple out at the florence and the machine concert with it too <gasps> damn oh my um, god yeah the whole nipple well she ripped the ring out so it was like bleak. oh yeah, yeah exactly rough. lesson learned oh. no piercings ladies yeah. fuck that <laughs> um i mean does this make travis scott a trash person or what do we think about him sure well well the line now is that he's like the the literal antichrist like <laughs> yeah, from the yeah, Bible. I don't think he's um, yeah. I, which is which, well, the, a weird way to interpret those events. But. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 the second time I saw him was when he was here for Lala, and they uh-huh. shut him down because he was, he got in trouble for um, yes. inciting a riot. This is not the first time he's been charged with such a thing. Well, how like, how telling everybody inside? to rush the stage. Oh, he told he people to like, rush. <laughs> Yeah, no, he, he told like, people to rush yeah. the stage, and then they fucking arrested him. <laughs> yeah, and stopped the show because people were being insane. Mm-hmm. And okay, the ten-year-old who died. There um, was a ten-year-old that died. Oh yes, the ten-year-old who died was front and center, and apparently the ten-year-old tried to rip off Travis Scott's shoe while he was crowd surfing, and then he said, "Travis Scott said, you just tried to take my shoe. That guy just tried to take my shoe." Pointing at a ten-year-old, and they said, "Beat his ass, beat his ass," and then all these people started beating this ten-year-old up for stealing the shoe. Jesus, I did not know that. This that is a video happened. available. You can find this one. Oh, that is so stupid. Yeah. Unfucking real. If anything, I think it was just like such a lack of like human decency. Like even like the ambulances Ugh. that or like the ambulance carts that were trying to go like save people, and they were dancing on people top were, like, of the on top ambulance. Of them. And it's just it, I don't like, know. Like jumping up and down on top of the fucking am- unfucking like oh my god. COVID <sighs> fucks people kind of, up. I think. I like, know. Because I. I don't rem- like the last time I remember like there being like deaths at a music concert was when like. Is that some like country music festival and like a stage collapsed or something and like killed a bunch of people? Mm-hmm. But I don't think I've ever heard of like, I mean, I'm sure it's happened, but I've never heard of like people dying in like a stampede towards a stage. Yeah. You know? Well, like music festivals, entire music festivals have been shut down because like one person has an OD. Like EDM festivals that have gone on for years will be like Mm -hmm. yeah too many people died this year from doing drugs so we're just not doing this concert again and now like i feel like everyone and their mother has to have a music festival and Mm -hmm. not only like i'm doing a music festival as travis scott but like this is the travis scott festival or like this is the tyler the creator festival like it's like these individual like the music festival bubble so to speak i think has probably created a situation where the staffing are all of these random like security guards basically who are not like cops they're not like re- i mean there's no real stake in anything to like protect anyone or like tackle anyone like you're not going to like fight some person to keep them from getting into Travis Scott's Astro World Festival like what do you fucking have to lose you're just like some ticket maid you know mm-hmm. and then on top of that like with the medics thing like i'm sure they're just fucking cutting corners and hiring newbies or trainees or whatever because they assume that nothing wrong is going to go on mm-hmm. but when you have a crowd of fucking millions mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands whatever and were people just like break it like they weren't even like 
they didn't have tickets. They were just like rushing in. Running. They all just decided to run. They were like, just go, run. No, and <laughs> Travis Scott like was like, you know, like he wants his fans to break in. Yeah. Like he makes it a message to be like, you guys can just break in. I don't care. Like literally. Which is like just so stupid to me. I don't He just seems like, like yeah, I don't know. So Travis Scott's message <laughs> at the end was that he's going to pay for the funerals of the people who died. And <laughs> that the families of the members of the people who died get one free month of better help. That was so. That was like it's something you'd hear at the end of a podcast. Be like, use our. What do you have? Like a coupon code? <laughs> like, like, like Travis. Do you know what BetterHelp? Are you familiar with BetterHelp? It's an app that provides therapy. That's so annoying. Oh you get God. one free month. It's a partnership. It's a brand partnership. Yeah. That is enter, deranged. So, enter like, the coupon code six you guys all died. six for one free month of Travis. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's insane. It is fucking insane to do that. How, who listens to Travis Scott at this point? That's a great question. I have, I know one Travis Scott song. I know Sicko Mode. I don't think Sicko I know Mode's a single good. Travis Scott song, to be honest. Isn't the, um, don't you open up the window? No. Antidote? Yeah. Is that him? Yeah, Antidote. Yeah, that's, that's him. him. That was his first hit. Like, he has a lot of good college party songs if yeah. he went to college in, like, fucking sure. 2016. But, like, yeah. outside of that, who the fuck likes Travis? Who's, tra- like, who's going to Astral World? Yeah, who loves Travis Scott enough to, like, buy, like, specifically the Travis Scott Festival ticket? I thought I that like they shut Astral World down. Because I grew up in Texas. Yeah. I remember they shut it down for a while because, like, <sighs> there's a lot of fat people in Houston. I'm going to be honest. It's a very fat city. <laughs> and... <laughs> fat people kept falling off of the rides and so because mm. they couldn't fit in the thing like it would just be like up in a roller coaster and then like a 300 pound woman would just like fall to her death and it happened so many oh times God. that they were just like okay shut it down but I guess they're no bringing more. it back up now that place is cursed like yeah I always feel like whenever <laughs> you mention any theme park literally any theme park Every single person in your life is like, did you know that someone got their scalp ripped off on that ride? <laughs> like, always, yeah. there's something about that. Dude, think People about always have Disney a- World. I have, like, so this is, like, my conspiracy. Like, I heard somebody talking about it one time. They were like, yeah, did you know that, like, Disney has a thing where, like, I think they have, like, their own police or something. And they, like, don't release, like, any information to the public. And it's, like... You know what? some crazy like the like it's impossible to know how many people have died at Disney World or how many people have gone missing at Disney World, and it's like <laughs> it's very suspect. Like I, I hate to get like all true and on, but I do think that like you know that the that the Disney World security has this <laughs> deep well, well like of documents. Well, they have like a it's Gestapo crazy. running over there. <laughs> I like yeah, I, it's I, like I a believe guy that. in a Mickey. <laughs> costume with like a swastika <laughs> armband just like taking your child away from you and making you sign an NDA. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I mean absolutely. Like, at Disney World there's like they have like air control. They make the air smell like cotton candy and there's no flies to keep the flies out of the air. Yeah. There's no flies? It's like bullshit like that. Yeah. They like they what? take such severe measures to make sure that Disney World is like this isolated amusement park away from like everything. That's ins I didn't know that there were no flies. It's like something. It's either flies or mosquitoes. It's something like that. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say. I haven't been to Disney. I've been to. I've been to Universal, and like I, I like mean, Universal, all of Orlando yeah. is just like a hellscape like that. But at Universal, I feel like they're probably like you just walk in. and There's like number of it's days more since last death. <laughs> right, <laughs> seven hundred kids yeah, died yeah. on this Jurassic World water ride, and that's yeah, okay. Exactly. Yeah. We had seven hundred allergic reactions to the scent emerging from the Shrek 4D theater. <laughs> <laughs> 
I went uh, every Halloween. They have like a big thing where they like turn all of the. They have like all these haunted houses that are based off of Universal movies, and okay. um, at one point they had like the purge. They had like an outside thing like in the walkways, and it was just this woman who was dressed like one of the the lady from like one of the purge movies that's clearly supposed to look like Hillary Clinton. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, she's just, and she was just like screaming at people as they're walking past. And I, I was there, like me and my boyfriend at the time, and all of her friends were walking past. And they like pointed at us, and they were like, "Yeah." They like, pointed at the girl we were with, and they were like, "Yeah, you chubby with the glasses." They pointed at one girl, and they were like, "Hey, whore!" Like it was like out of the head. Oh and then like three days later, hey, I saw like hey, a news whore. article that was like they shut it down because like the actors were too aggressive and too personal. Like they got racist at certain points. Like they oh my just went. God. They go, hey, you, beaner with the big belly. What's yeah. up, you fucking beaner? I'm chasing you down in a Hillary Clinton mask, calling you a beaner. They're just hiring. <laughs> they're hiring actors in Orlando who think that they're, like, in the right. They think they're Joaquin Phoenix. Like, they're, like, I'm doing the method. Like, you know? <laughs> the, the method. I'm a method actor. <laughs> I'm so I'm going to call actor. this lady a fat wet back <laughs> as she's walking past with her child. Because <laughs> that's what the lady from the purge would do. Yeah. I've been on. <laughs> I like the one. Hey, Chris, you dropped your cool off. <laughs> you dropped your cool off. I'm like, what? um i have one very disturbed memory of universal studios where you can go on the et ride and you go in a little bike basket and then you overlook the world and it's very convincing and they make you think you're flying over a neighborhood oh cute it's an optical illusion nice and i have a very i have a very vivid memory of that and you were scared i was a little scared i'm not gonna lie i was a little scared i've never seen et I have I ever seen ET? No. Have no. you seen ET? Um. Well, we had the VHS when I was a kid, but like, it was fucked up. So like, I only ever saw like the first thirty minutes because the rest was just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone tried to fuck the VHS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a like. I I just I've never I'm not really interested in aliens. We've talked about this before, but aliens to me are not neither scary nor interesting. I and mm-hmm. I found him I creepy. Have, um, he is creepy. Yeah. Gross little he sausage gross. fingers. They look like little breakfast sausages. They look like, like little remember salad and serve microwave shit. YouTube video that yes. yeah, it very yes. salad fingers vibes to me. Yeah, one hundred percent. I don't fuck with salad fingers either. either. I don't fuck with any of those childhood <laughs> like creepy. <laughs> yeah, I don't like when kid things are um, made into adult scary things. I used to be obsessed with Happy Tree, Happy Tree Friends, Happy Tree Friends, yeah. the one where like a frog would get like cut in half with a buzzsaw and it'd be like laughing mm-hmm. it's fucked up i hate that yeah it was yeah. the first of its kind in that genre youtube used yeah. to be like the wild fucking west you could see crazy like it like fucking snuff films of just like people dying and yeah. like motorcycle <laughs> accidents like insane yeah. shit yeah, yeah. Now you i had a, i had nightmares like every single day yeah exactly <laughs> i can't even say faggot um i have i had nightmares like every single day for a month when i was eight years old because i saw this photo of the sesame street characters with like hollowed out eyes and cigarettes <laughs> <laughs> it haunted me forever and now that picture came up in my timeline within the last year and i it struck me again and i was so scared but the caption this time was we smell boy pussy <laughs> I hate that because I think I had a similar childhood experience and there was a song called like Elmo has a gun 
have you heard Elmo? of yes it? yes like yes. Elmo has a gun yes or yes i remember that and that was like making the rounds on youtube that when upset YouTube me was so early. much yeah that upset me so much people were obsessed with that bullshit yeah people love making elmo like kill himself or like yeah. go yeah. on a raping spree like it's just horrible shit like leave fucking elmo out of it i'd live for elmo yeah i follow elmo on twitter <laughs> is, he, is he problematic no he's great is he a pro not, no. uh, post left <laughs> he's not post left he's a pro vax though which is why i'm a little bit against elmo but <laughs> which is why you muted him yeah exactly so- i had to mute El- i had to mute elmo post covid but that's it. it it would be funny if he uh if he just like went like amy trees or something he was like george floyd was a criminal <laughs> like just like elmo <laughs> <laughs> Elmo, oh my god. People were coming people were coming at Elmo's neck this week because of the Pro Mac Provax thing. Because they made Elmo, who by the way is an inanimate puppet, uh, said that he was he received the vaccine. A, which discloses the fact that Elmo's species is susceptible to COVID, <laughs> which is something we did not know before. And B the fact that Elmo um was People were like, well, Elmo, you don't have any place to talk about this because your voice actor, like, touched kids. Is that true? Do you remember, like, his, like, the OG Elmo oh was God. Kevin Clash? By the way, I have his book on my shelf, Kevin Clash. And Work. he had to resign from Elmohood because he was gay and was, quote, touching kids. But, in fact, he was just 30 and was fucking an 18-year-old. Another classic mm. example of grooming discourse gone awry. Oh. We lost the OG Elmo and now we'll never have him back. That's crazy. It is. Like, it is weird that <laughs> no, I have a lot, oh. a, lot, a lot of Elmo lore up here. Well, I, re- I remember like some like uh, Republican woman from Arizona. She's like a congresswoman or something. Posted. She was just posting like Big Bird is a communist. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Shit. And I was like, I, I, I. Big Bird is has the shittiest politics of all of them as a person. Yeah. Every time I hear Big Bird speak, I'm like, fuck you, fuck you, Big fuck Bird. you. It's Fuck weird you. that Miss Piggy and Big Bird are the only two that are like an identifiable species. The rest of them is yeah, just like, true. what the fuck are they? What yeah. is Elmo? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Elmo's a monster, oh. and he's three and a half. Just yeah. FYI, I feel like Miss Piggy's like Latina. I think she's a POC. <laughs> Miss Piggy has has yet to uh, have her. She's yet to be dragged over the coals for Asian appropriation with all that karate she's been doing across her time. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's she hasn't really been and then there's hadn't the had her feet held her, her her hooves held to the fire the flames. <laughs> it's incoherent. Sorry, I can't get the word hoof out. I'm like Miss Piggy's hoofs need to be held to the flames. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> well, I, I was thinking. I was like, I guess there's the cow, and then I started thinking about the cow, and then I was like, I wonder if they ever like tried to capitalize off of like the vampire mania thing that was happening in like the 2010s. Mm, I'm mm. certain they did. Yeah, twi- little Twilight riff with the count. Yeah, it's just like him. Like, well, the count is also an anti-Semitic stereotype. <laughs> They're like, I can't fuck you because the lady who wrote this <laughs> book is a Mormon. <laughs> 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 the count is um an anti-semitic stereotype did you know that about him no, he's a big old hook nose and he counts yeah uh, 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 like shekels he's like rubbing yeah. his hands together all the time <laughs> yeah he's yes. yeah. yes. like the happy virtue yes. yeah <laughs> exactly yeah. that is the count's og origin story i know a lot of sesame street lore i don't know if you know you this do. about me i love the muppets yeah i love them they're great i know a lot about them i know a lot of muppet facts i carry a lot about them around in my brain work <laughs> i just don't <laughs> okay we've been talking for so fucking long this is such a long episode but um do we have any closing thoughts about astroworld i don't really know or care 
I hate that I I hate that eight people died, yeah. and I don't care. Yeah, yeah I I mean I don't not care. I mean I mean I I just don't care about Travis Scott. Like yeah, I just don't care. Why do people do dumb shit at festivals? Like remember when the shit with like the baby happened? It's like why? Why do people get on stage and be an idiot? Right. Like yeah. Well, I thought it was. Funny do you think you should have kept did. singing? And- yeah to baby yeah. where he just doubled down and he said yeah my gay fans don't have fucking aids <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh my god yeah the perfect response literally the ideal response ideal that's what lana response. del rey should have said exactly any criticism any criticism she could, well my she could have put that in a song i mean yeah <laughs> when ariana like, grande unfollowed her said, my gay fans don't have aids don't have aids <laughs> <laughs> And she sings it so well. She said, there I was in the crowd saying my gay fans don't have aids. Yeah, exactly. When Ari- when Ariana Grande unfollowed Lana Del Rey after she posted her question for the culture, Lana Del Rey should have just been like, well, at least my gay fans don't have fucking AIDS. Right. Grenadine <laughs> in quarantine, my gay fans don't have AIDS. <laughs> your gay fans have aims (laughs) it's a beautiful melody jack antonoff production (laughs) okay well we can wrap it (laughs) we've been talking for so fucking long let's do it um all right well river thank you so much for joining us and providing your insights yes thank you thanks for um, appreciate it thanks for having me on you can find my stack um Yes, yeah. please subscribe to River Substack because I'm too poor to do it. Oh, you can sell <laughs> it for free. It. It's fine. You'll okay, get most yeah. of it. <laughs> that too. For free. Yeah, so. most of it's for free, with the exception of the few premies. But I've, I've read, um, I've read, I've read the free ones, and they're lovely, oh, and you truly you. should subscribe. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us in the Thought Topics Lounge. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> Anytime. Okay. Um. All right. Thought Topics eighty. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck my life. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.